0: Most of the world doesn't share your opinion. Warning. Proceeding without caution will bring you into spoiler territory for the media displayed on screen. Timestamps are gifted in the description and comment section. Your discretion is advised. Batman is one of the most iconic superheroes of all time, and his legacy all started in May of 1939 when Bill Finger and Bob Kane brought the character to life in the 27th edition of Detective Comics. It wasn't until a year later when Batman would get his own dedicated comic in the spring of 1940. Batman would stay in the comics until he got his first ever movie in 1943. But that's a different movie for a different time. And by different time, I mean in a few weeks. Batman eventually got his own TV show in 1966 that would last two years before eventually getting cancelled due to ratings dropped. But in the same year that the show started, it got its own movie, Canon in the Universe, that most people would call the first official Batman movie. This movie is usually called Batman 66, or the Adam West Batman movie, and I bet that 80% of you didn't know that there were two other movies set in this universe. That's right! Adam West Batman got a live-action movie and two animated movies that came out exactly 50 years after the original TV show and movie aired. And today, I'll be going over all three and giving my thoughts on them individually, and then my thoughts on them overall, especially seeing them for the first time because I had never watched any of these prior to working on this video. So without further ado, let's get right into it with... Batman the movie was released on July 30th, 1966 and follows Batman, played by Adam West, and Robin, played by Bear Ward, saving the world from the wrath of the Penguin, the Riddler, the Joker, and Catwoman, all played by Burgess Meredith, Frank Gorshin, Cesar Romero, and Lee Meriwether. The plot holds the four main villains kidnapping an upper class commander, having a holographic yacht, trying to defeat Batman and Robin, and turning all the world leaders into piles of colored dust. While all this happens, Batman gets bit by a shark falls in love with a Russian girl with an insanely long and hilarious name, Comrade Ketanya, Irene, Tatanya, Karenska, and with the help of Robin, takes down the four villains and turns the world leaders back into human beings, only now they all speak different languages. Which was, admittedly, pretty funny. If this movie was made today, I'd give the plot alone like a 2 out of 10, because of how little sense everything makes. But. Because this was made in 1966, somehow plot sense gets a pass. But being completely honest, I didn't hate this movie. I'd like to read off a quote, if I may. I really hate Batman 66. Now when I originally said this quote, I had never seen the TV show or the movie, I had just seen clips of it and cringed every single time. So when going into this movie specifically, I thought it was going to be a painful experience likes of which not even the lowest of Harley Quinn season 2 could accomplish, but alas, everything was fine. Yeah, the movie is very campy and corny, but it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. A lot of the jokes are very for the time and shit that I'm pretty sure my parents and grandparents would get a good chuckle out of. And the only times I laughed the most with this movie was with how little shit would make sense. Every other scene had me questioning what was going on and how anything was possible and not being given an answer that I thought I was watching Evangelion all over again. But it just got to a point that about halfway through the movie, I gave up trying to find the meaning and just laughed at how stupid it is. It's not comic accurate, Although, there are some cases where I do see a little bit of accuracy, like the Joker building a fake boat, but I wasn't expecting accuracy anyways, and to continue with positive so the Adam West fans will understand that I don't hate this movie, Adam West himself was actually pleasantly surprising. His voice is very fitting for the Playboy Billionaire type, it was actually pretty believable. Once again, Caesar Remembers Joker was an absolute joy and had some good comic accurate moments and he definitely steals the show in every scene he's in. And I even liked the Penguin in this, I thought he was pretty good for the most part, a, a lot better than Danny DeVito's. We'll get into that next week though. And probably my favorite part of the movie was Catwoman. Well. Actually, it was Alan Napier as Alfred, because if there's something that Batman live-action adaptations always do right, it's the casting choices for Alfred. But for the most part, it was Lee's performance as Catwoman. Careful, careful. He said careful! Of course, I wasn't expecting seductiveness in here because it is a PG movie, even though there's this line. It approaches a climate. And yet, not so fast. Be more slow. Goddamn, the 60s were a different time. But I do have to say, Lee Merriweather would most likely be more seductive than Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm not explaining that until next week. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) And that's basically it on the positives. I don't really even have much negatives to say about it. Not a lot of the jokes hit for me. They were more groaners, if anything, which is why I say that my grandparents or even my dad would like this kind of shit because it's very dad humor-esque. Also, I just don't know how 60s comedy was in general, so I can't really comment on how the comedy holds, even in the standards of the time it came out in. What I can comment on is how Burt Ward kind of sucks. Every scene he's in isn't, Bad, but oh boy, I wish he wasn't on screen. Look, I, the only good thing Burt brought to his role was his massive dong. Not Magnum, though, because Frank's got him on that. But yeah, it's a it's a fine movie that I can see a little kid in the 60s and possibly even now enjoying, because it it's a little kid. It's dumb. It's stupid. It doesn't understand anything. You just see bright color and go, wow. And in the context of an adult enjoying this would most likely be nostalgia or alcohol or just watching it to make fun of it. (laughs) Honestly, just take this movie, Batman and Robin, and Spider-Man 3, mix it with your poison of choice, and I think you got yourself a fun night. Anyways, it's a fine movie, good for its time, I guess. Wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be. With that being said, I don't really see myself willingly sitting down to watch it, but I could see myself watching it with a friend or two just to have some good vibes. After many different incarnations of Batman throughout the five decades post-Batman the TV show, Adam West and Burt Ward would reprise their roles as Batman and Robin for the animated movies Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders and Batman vs. Two-Face, which would both set place in the same universe as the 1960s TV show. Return of the Cape Crusaders was released on October 10th, 2016 and follows Joker, played by Jeff Bergman, Penguin, played by William Salyers, Riddler, played by Wally Wingert, and Catwoman, played by Julia Newmar, who was actually the original Catwoman in the 1966 show, planning to take over the world by stealing a replicator ray. In the process of Batman and Robin trying to stop them, Catwoman gives Batman a thing of batnip, eventually making him evil. Batman then tries to rule Gotham and the world until Robin, Catwoman, Alfred, played by Steve Weber, eventually makes him good again. Afterwards, they realize that Joker, Riddler, and Penguin's plan all along was to make Batman evil so they could go Steal priceless arts. And just like usual, Batman and Robin save the day, and then Catwoman dies or some shit, I don't know. Being 100% completely honest, this movie sucks. If you notice, the plot of this movie is a little more darker than to be expected from the original show and movie, but at the same time, this movie brings in some of the more comedic tropes than the original show and movie had. And it doesn't combine well at all. I'm sorry, but you can't be serious and not serious at the same time. You can't have Batman go evil and try to kill Robin while also having Robin use his holy blank catchphrases and having bat everything. On top of all that, this movie is just boring as fuck. At least with the 66 movie, I can lose my shit over how nothing makes sense, but here it's not even funny. They have Catwoman literally floating in space. I should find this hilarious, but I don't. Speaking of Catwoman, I really much prefer Lee's performance over Julie's. Julie's isn't bad but it's got too much of a spanish russian accent that it sounds like a newgrounds parody game Liz, on the other hand sounds a bit more like the Catwoman i'm accustomed to and even when she did have a russian accent in batman 66 it was because her character was pretending to be Russian. But if we're going to talk about voice actors... Due to the unfortunate death of Cesar Romero, he wasn't able to reprise his role as the Joker, leaving for the producers to have to get a new voice. So they went for Jeff Bergman, best known for his role as Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. I assume. Now, being a Robert Pattinson defender, I'm legally not allowed to judge people by their past performances, but getting the voice of Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck to replace Cesar Romero's Joker is uh, interesting, to say the least. And I wasn't aware of Jeff Bergman when I did my Joker ranking, so I guess we'll just... At number 25, we have Jeff Bergman. Now, I put Jeff above Zach because there's a bit more times that he's believable, but his performance is still insanely inconsistent. The only thing Jeff has in his performance is his impression of Cesar Romero's laugh, which is pretty good, but the second he starts talking, he sounds nothing like Romero and sounds really unbelievable as the Joker. Overall, this movie has a pretty cool concept, but it doesn't mesh well with the tone that is Adam West Batman. If the concept was given to a much more serious Batman universe, it probably would have worked a lot better. Wait, hold on. What was that? Much more serious Batman universe, Batman universe, 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 universe. How do you do uh, in real life, Yonat, that badly? I know right. Like how the fuck? Not even I can do that and I created the fucking language. Can both of you stop talking about my terrible English? (laughs) I will say the movie has a few references that I thought were nice, like a reference to Batman 89. You wanna get nuts? (laughs) Let's get nuts. And the Dutch tilts that were very apparent in the original series. But like I said, it's a boring movie and not really that fun. Batman vs. Two Face was released on October 10th, 2017, and follows Harvey Dent, played by fucking William Shatner of all people, becoming Two Face and using that power to frame criminals and throw them into jail, while also trying to unmask Batman for all the criminals to see and turn Gotham into a bunch of Two Faces. And obviously, Batman and Robin try to stop him. This movie is a massive improvement from Return of the Kid Crusaders in my opinion. For one, the plot isn't some big serious modern day Batman thing and I actually could see this being somewhat of a plot in the original series or as a sequel to the 66 movie. That and also this movie goes all over the place that it does feel like a product that would come from the original 66 show. This movie also introduces two new characters, despite Harvey and Two-Face, which are Hugo Strange, voiced by Jim. Ward and Harleen Quinzel voiced by Serena Irwin and though they only appear for like a few scenes I thought they were pretty good. I also didn't mention in the review for Cape Crusaders because you didn't really have that much lines in the movie, but Steven Weber as Alfred is just top tier. And the action in this movie is a massive step up as well compared to like the original show slash movie or even Cape Crusaders. The fight scenes in this movie are just absolutely brutal and somehow they managed to make the pow and kablam shit work with it. Like with the rest of the movie, I could see this kind of action in the original 66 show if it was made today. You also get moments in this movie like the goons being self-aware. A coin decides their fates. (laughs) Tough luck, boys. Batman and Robin will live for now. Boss, are you nuts? We owe it to every crime-abiding crook in town to crush the Cape coppers. It's the ethical thing to do. A possible reference to one of the most popular Batman memes from like 2012, which is fine given how this is an Adam West Batman movie, and an amazing cameo by Lee Merriweather. Hello, Catwoman. I'm afraid I've got bad news. The parole board denied your request. Friend of yours? As a matter of fact... Yes. Well, well done, Hikate. You've earned an extra treat tonight. It's done so perfectly. The comedy in here is very reminiscent of the 66 comedy with a little hint of the modern comedy that I actually laughed at a few jokes. Who will make the first pick? Holy Hugh Hefner. <laughs> Also, I don't know if it's just me, but I think the line from Gordon about always counting on Batman could have been a pretty good ending. But overall, it's a miles better movie than Cape Crusaders, but I also kind of prefer 66 over this one just because of how insanely stupid that movie is. This movie is just fine and mostly enjoyable. Overall, these movies aren't that bad. Yeah. Caved Crusaders can be a bit boring, but when walking into the series, I was really worried about the comedy and thinking it was going to be a really painful experience judging strictly off of some scenes from the TV show. And to be honest, these movies kind of tone down the campiness and makes it to be a decent and sometimes even fun experience. Like I said, I would have no problem rewatching Batman 66. In fact, I literally cried laughing by just thinking of the massive leaps that Batman and Robin take to solve the riddles or catania Aranya, tatania I love that name so goddamn much. So overall, what would a guy who prior to this only watched read and played serious batman media say about these movies i'd say to at least give batman 66 a watch if you want a fun time and batman vs two-face if you want more of adam West and Burt ward but other than that they're not really essential unless you want to see where batman was during that time and uh don't bother watching cape crusaders because that shit was boring as fuck